Hello, my name is Michael Garrick, and this is Popping Culture. My guest today is a very funny comedian, Cheyenne Boozer. Uh, guys, if you have not seen her, please, please go see her if she's in your town. Very funny lady. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, I love the extra very funny because it uh, raises the expectations, but it's also kind of generic. So it's like raise them high, but for a woman, you know, that's how that's a good mix. Uh, this is totally generic podcast. That's why I call it popping culture. You won't find <laughs> you you type in popping culture. I thought I was being original. I was 10 episodes in and I was like, oh, it's a lot of popping culture. So I was like, yeah, yeah, you use this hashtag and you hopefully find me. Um, but yeah, thank you again for coming in. Uh, how long have you been doing stand-up? So like, it's always been a tricky question for me to answer that because it's like, I started writing jokes like 2018. And so I did two, maybe like three minute sets in college um, for like my YouTube skit group. But I just started doing comedy on my own and performing just like the past month. And then I started comedy and like, kind of after I got my boot, after after the coronavirus shot. So after I got the Pfizer vaccine, I started doing comedy. So it's been like maybe six months. Nice, nice. Wow, you came out the gate with some heat. Okay, nice, nice. Um, before we deep dive, I need, I need, I need you to make sure you tell everybody about your YouTube channel, please do. Oh my gosh, thank you. My YouTube channel is a weird colossal of all the things I'm into from like reality TV to other YouTube drama to wigs, hair, makeup. Well, I'm getting into makeup, but it's also got like social justice themes. Like I have a couple of videos on reparations that continues to get hate to this yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw the conversation. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I have like a digital blackface video that it peaks every Halloween, every October views go back up. So yeah, my YouTube channel is um, Cheyenne New, but it's new with a K. So it's like I knew things and I thought I was really smart at 13. Okay. Wow. You started in the game. Real. Okay. Nice. No, no, no. I had a YouTube channel at 13. Uh, no, I had a YouTube account at 13. I just started my YouTube videos this past year and a half. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm scared to look at my first YouTube channel. That, it's probably terrifying. It's probably a whole bunch of like old UFC clips and Asher Rolf. It's probably not. Uh, don't worry about it. If you don't know who Asher Rolf is, nobody does. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, cool. But guys, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's amazing. I promise you'll love it. Uh, you also do giveaways. Um, yes. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever gave away? Okay, so I've only done, um, sorry, I've only done one giveaway before, and that was like I gave some people cash out money. Like I cashed out two subscribers money because the third person never replied. And then this time I'm doing a wig giveaway. And I will say the first time I gave away money, it was definitely to get more subscribers. And that didn't work out how I wanted to because it attracted a lot of foreign subscribers who didn't really know what I was talking about. So this time I'm doing a wig giveaway and I'm hoping to change my audience from like mostly men <laughs> to women. 
that's what I'm doing with this wig giveaway. Well, I, um, I truly hope that you can uh, accomplish that. Um, like I said, guys, man or woman, I promise you, subscribe to the channel. You'll love it. Uh, but let's get back to uh, the comedy side. Uh, you just you chose uh, podcasts and how to influence uh, pop culture. But before we get into that, every comedian I have on the show, I always uh, I like to ask um, people really focus on bombing, but I'm more into the uh, positive uh, so when was the first time you killed and how did it feel? Okay, so like, as as always, I have like a layered answer. Um, I would say the first time I did comedy at my university, it went so well that I was like, I'm doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. And so um, I've been writing jokes ever since then. But honestly, like I was a class clown, like a super smart class clown teacher's pet. <laughs> so I enjoyed making everyone laugh. Like, and if I could get the teacher to laugh with the students, it was like a win. So like, that's when I was really like, I have the laughs, hear me roar. And then as an adult, it was in, when I did the college crowds. Okay. And, nice. I mean, I think it's really special to make college kids laugh. It may not be as special when I was college age, but I saw Hannibal Burris and like the cast of Wild and Out completely bomb at college shows. And it was like, I made all these people laugh and those professionals could not. So I was really happy. Um, I remember uh, Bill Burr and I'm, Joe Rogan might agree, but I remember Bill Burr was just like, I've done the college crowds. You know how hard it is to make people laugh They think they know everything? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'm glad you were able to do that. That's awesome. I have never done a college crowd. I am uh, very nervous. Like, that would be a very nerve-wracking thing just to know that none of my references make sense to them. Um, yeah. I think it is kind of funny because a lot of the um, people – and stand up now here in Charlotte, they make jokes and I so badly want to be like, what's that mean? You know, I want to pull out a little reference book and look out the accolades or something. And like, I, I don't understand this and everyone's laughing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially when you like look it up and you'd be like, y'all found that funny? Like that, that's, that's yeah. very, that was very demeaning. That was, uh, I hate to be woke, but uh, that was not, I don't think that works in 2021, but I guess it works here. Uh, yeah. Or it was some like psycho murderer that was in the news like one year out of the last 30 years. And I'm just like, that's so obscure. Yeah. Like, who, but isn't it amazing when you be like, why does the crowd know though? Like, this is very, this must have been a hot that year. Um, but uh, cool. Well, um, for people that don't do stand up, uh, how would you explain killing? Um, basically like everything you say comes out the way you planned it to and it gets the reaction that it's like warranted in your head it's like so if I kill it's like not only did I deliver the joke exactly how I had it in my mind but it it had like an unexpected response of positivity claps laughs and stuff like that but it's like if it's mostly claps that is not killing it clapping is not killing it and stand up like it may be in motivational speaking but i don't think clapping or standing ovations are killing it in comedy i agree man my job is to make it hard for you to breathe 
Yeah. It's like, I want to force a chuckle out of you so that it rumples up so fast that you're like, you don't even have a chance to talk yourself out of it. Nice. Nice. Um, Thank you for uh, breaking that down. And now we'll get to how podcasts have influenced pop culture. Any special reason why you chose the topic? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Obviously, you have a podcast. And um, podcasts have become like, I've gone from never listening to a podcast to literally spending hours of my day listening to podcasts, along with the fact that I have a couple of short-lived podcasts. I think it's just really interesting to get your perspective on what you think made podcasts like so much bigger and why you decided to have a podcast now. Oh, there's no deep meaning. My uh, my loving fiance, she's mean, but she's very loving. She was just like, you know, a lot of worthless shit. And I was like, word, uh, you should talk to somebody <laughs> else about it. And, and that was it. That was uh, that was it. It was just it was just like, yeah, you should probably tell other people about it. And I was like, word, and um, uh, that's how this happened. I know a lot of worthless information, and she doesn't want to hear about it. <laughs> I remember oh, that. I remember should that. make a podcast. We should. Uh, the, I remember the Zach Day. Does he? Uh, has he ever seen Doug's first movie? I don't know. He's. I banished him. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Doug's first movie? No. I don't it's know hard. who Doug is. Oh, it's a horrible movie. That's why it's only a first. It was never going to be a second or third. But he was like a Nickelodeon character. And I, I was telling her about the movie. And you could, I could see from her face that it was just not, she, she didn't care. Oh, the cartoon character with like four hairs. Yeah, and uh, Skeeter couldn't be black, so they made him green. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay, I'm sorry. It's, a, it's in my heart. I'm sorry. But we all we all knew he was black. <laughs> like we all. Yeah. Okay, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, that was pretty much it, and uh, I just been rocking and rolling. Uh, I tell you one thing: uh, the one thing I do say, because I'm gonna get your opinion on a bunch of stuff, but the one thing I can say, starting this podcast is, and I think a lot of other podcasters have said this. I have learned a lot about people, stuff that I would have never known if I hadn't had the podcast. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I think that actually makes you like a good interviewer as well. You know, that's why people look forward to those Oprah talks. Because they're like, we're going to find out brand new information. I'm not good as Oprah. I still slip up. I slip up. I slip up horrible. Uh, one uh, one time I slipped up, if you watch the episode coming up Friday with uh, Big Daddy Cater, and he was he was good about it. I just wasn't thinking. We reviewed mm-hmm. The Nutty Professor, and um, uh, Cater's a plus-size man. And I didn't think about it. I was just asking the question. I was just like, hey, man, uh, do you think that Eddie Murphy nailed the walk? And he was like, are you asking me this because I'm fat, Mike? And I was like, ah, that was stupid. Okay. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Every day I try to get You're better. Like, you should have known. I, I didn't have the heart. I didn't. Um, but uh, you say you listen to podcasts. Uh, any special type of podcast you enjoy? Um, I typically listen to, like, funny people doing the news. Like, of course, there is The Read um, with Crystal and Kid Fury. They do, like, pop culture, news, and questions. And then one of my favorite podcasts is actually this Charlotte podcast called The Black Guy Who Tips. And he does, like, different news and game segments. And I think they're really cool. 
That's the best fucking podcast name ever. I got the black guy <laughs> the tip. It's a podcast name, so I just be like, man, this is this that was amazing. Um they're pretty big. They had a live show the other the other month and they're really cool podcasts. Yeah, that, that's what that's what we're all trying to get for, man. I'm 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 hoping to keep a following like that. My big following is in South Dakota, so but uh, it's slowly. <laughs> oh, she's laughing because you guys are great, and um, <laughs> uh, but they're moving. I'm slowly building up a little bit more in Colombia and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, one thing I would love to get your opinion on. Um, surprisingly, uh, like uh, murder mysteries or um, anything dealing with crime is literally. I'm not making this up. They're number one in everything when it comes to podcasts. Uh, any yeah. special reason why you think they're so popular? I don't know. I think that may be like my most controversial opinion, Twitter wise, is that I just think it's like some weird white feminist stuff. Like everyone I know who loves horror movies is white women with bad tattoos. And I feel like they're the ones who are <laughs> doing all these murder mystery podcasts. They're the ones who want to like fuck Ted Bundy. I'm just like, you guys are kind of out of control. They're the ones collecting these Chucky dolls. And I mean, of course, there's more than just white women, but I feel like that's that aesthetic. Like that's that road that they're going on. Like, you know how there's the white woman yoga road? Like I'm on that road. And then there's the white woman tattoo murder mystery road. Oh, the only reason why I'm laughing is because I feel like I know that woman. That's the only reason I'm laughing. I'm yeah. like, I know I've met that woman. I yeah. She lets her dog run around leashless. Yeah. Yes. yeah I've rode a greyhound with that woman plenty of times. Um, <laughs> scared as hell. Uh, so, uh, what you said about the comedy podcast, um, a lot of comedians have podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, but me. But uh, do you think this is going to turn out to be a good platform for comedians or do you think like almost anything else it will eventually get played out um i mean honestly considering how long we've been listening to radio stations i think podcasts are here to stay if anything radio stations are on their way out because well no with the way cars are they're never going to be completely phased out but i think podcasts are kind of people being able to put themselves on the shopping cart you know where it's like if you go through anchor or like some of these other places they'll pay you just for the ads and so it's like you don't have to be picked up by w-o-n-j morning stevie harvey show rose in the morning you know you can have your own show yeah true and and the people that are big in radio uh radio is trying to keep a whole like a strong grip on them like Howard Stern mm-hmm. is like getting the bag right now because I think Sirius knows unless Kevin Hart can like dive more into it. I think once they lose Howard, um, I wouldn't say they would be over, but that would be at least I would say roughly 40 percent of their listeners. Yeah, because it's like if not, then they would have to create. It's like there's no reason to go to Sirius without a big name, because if you want to listen to a random person, they're Spotify. Um, when it comes to like political podcasts, which you know we'll, we'll tread lightly on this topic, uh, do you think people get into political podcasts because they know it's just an easy way to get uh, listeners? Oh, um, 
I never thought about why the person who has the podcast would do a political podcast, but I'm assuming it's a way to keep up with the current agenda without getting like bogged down. Like I would imagine maybe because all of the podcasts that I listen to that are political are super my side of things. So I don't really know how other people would be, but the podcasts that I listen to, if they're political, it's to help others. It's like, hey, in Virginia, they did this and it's probably because of this. And, you know, it's like, it kind of traces back the history and voting. And I think that's really interesting to me, but it's also like, they're mostly black, super liberal, left-leaning podcasts. I would never consider why, why like a conservative Republican has a podcast other than to get money. Nice. Oh yeah, at the end of the day, that's 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 definitely the goal. Like I'm not gonna yeah. act like that's not the goal. Once you realize that, I mean, don't get me wrong, I get my little 35 cent a month and I'm making it. And um, you know, it's uh yeah, money is definitely the goal. Um to get to the pop culture aspect of this, and you brought up radio, uh long term wise, I mean personal wise, not long term wise, I apologize, personal wise. Do you feel like you would listen to the radio more or do you listen to podcasts more and why? Definitely listen to podcasts more because it's like I I live by Spotify and YouTube at most. Like even as a kid. Oh, well, I guess that's part of it. I was never into the radio. Like as a kid, my first music device was a CD player, but the um, the iPods and the iPod Nano that came in middle school for me. So it's not like I ever really needed a radio unless I was like grounded and my mom took all my CDs. So it's like, I was never a radio person unless I was with my mom. And even then by middle school, I was putting my earplugs in. So I've never been a radio person. I wanted, a, I wanted an iPod so much. My, my, my mom bought me a Zoom. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, if I, it was no way I could explain Zoom to you. Just no. Yeah. Uh, it was not. That's it was sad. Horrible. It very much. It's everybody, something. It was horrible. Everybody had the little spinning thing. I was up there pressing buttons and shit. Uh, yeah, it was not good. Um, See, my brother, my older brother, got an iPod from his dad, but we have different dads, so I never had an iPod. But my friend gave me an iPod Nano for my birthday. That's a good friend. Yeah. That's a good, that's I love it. Him. Um, yes. Uh, the other thing I know is about radio personalities. Let's go with like the Breakfast Club. Each member of the Breakfast Club's had Breakfast Club has their own podcast. Do you think that's like slowly how radio personalities are going to work their way out of it? No, I don't think so. If anything, I just think that that's like another thing that happens. It's almost like a. I don't have a good comparison of it at the top of my head. But it makes sense to me because it's like a podcast should be made of different opinions. But uh, you know what? I can't imagine like a Jesus and Marrow having their own different podcasts. But I could imagine them having like different shows and doing different things. And I would be able to support them both. But it's like for people who are in a group like um, with Charlemagne and all of them, Maybe there's a benefit to having your own side project that's not related to him. Maybe you'll have more money on the side. True, true. 
Um, and now we we can't talk about podcasts without literally talking about the king of podcasts. And I'm not being sarcastic when I call the king. This brand brings in 11 million listens an episode, Mr. Joe Rogan. Uh, if if you, I'm gonna ask you, Cheyenne, and then I'm gonna ask her, uh, then I'll just you know say it out loud. Uh, have you checked out the first episode of Joe Rogan's podcast by chance? No. It is literally like your dad trying to start up a car. It, I mean, it is the like what part like are we on? Is this right? Is is the transmission? To, it is literally him asking questions for forty one minutes and then just going, "All right, we'll just do it tomorrow." Like it's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, it's weird to me how ir irreverent not irrelevant is that the word yeah how irrelevant joe rogan has become from like what was it spring breakers did he used to do spring breakers uh no he, did, he was uh, definitely a comedian a stand-up comedy he was a step-up comedian he was that yeah he was a comedian but um i think uh he did like two sitcoms but the show that really like took him to the next level besides ufc being um someone that for the voice of the UFC, he was also um, Fear Factor guy. Fear Factor, yeah. Yeah, so it's weird to think of him as that and everyone's favorite podcaster, you know? It's just, like, weird how I can't, like, place at what point did he garner all these fans? Like, what did he do that was so spectacular? Uh, he, I think he took the method that I'm trying to use, and that's just like keep doing it. I think mm-hmm. that's really that's all I can say. It's kind of like stand up. I think we just keep doing it, like, and then we just get better. Like, it just you know, I don't know. It must be his muscles or something because there's something <laughs> unnatural. There is something unnatural in the reverence that people give this man. I like like when you said that he sounded like your my dad i was like yeah he does every time i try to listen to a podcast clip of his i'm like you sound like a, my dumb uncle like my dumbest gosh darn uncle okay i can't so I'm not a fan of the joe rogan experience oh no we're in the same boat uh i trust me i've, I've never listened to him and like the only thing i can say i took from him is um, i'm big in mma so when he mm-hmm. when he does that, then I'm like, okay, this guy knows it. Like you like legit yeah. knows it. And then um just some of his uh motivational stuff is kind of like some of it's hit and miss, but some of it's like, oh, okay, that's a gem. I would definitely uh yeah. Oh, merch is that important because he uh he definitely said something about merch I never forgot. He was like, uh, it's better to have merch than not to have it. And I just always yeah. that that part made sense. Um I can definitely see him as like a life coach, a motivational speaker, anyone who's not telling people to, you know, do dumb stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's definitely part of his personality. He was the host of Fear Factor. There's no way he can't tell people to do dumb stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jump out this plane. <laughs> you were correct. I never thought about it from that aspect. Uh, Living up to his legacy. Yeah, he yeah, he he's got it. Uh, the podcast that you started listening to when you first got into it, uh, do you still listen to those now or do you feel like you've moved on to what you say are better podcasts? Um, I would say that I started with longer YouTube channels and while 
So I kind of started with like Philip DeFranco. Have oh, you yeah. heard of him? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. So I started on YouTube with him, but like at some point his videos got a little too. He would he would say that he's socially liberal, physically conservative, a little too much for me. And so I took off from his show, and that's when I found the read. So I've been listening to the read um since I started listening to podcasts, and I love them. I traveled to New York to see them at Apollo live for my birthday like two years ago. And I started listening to Philip DeFranco again. So yes to both. <laughs> nice. When you went to see a podcast live, were you as excited as you are when you go to, I guess, a music event or a comedy event? Oh my gosh. It's, it's a bit different. It's a bit different. Cause it's like the difference between going to like a cookout with your family and a party with your friends, like a party with your friends, you're freaking ready to jump around and go and drink and maybe throw up at the end but um seeing the podcast laugh it's I mean live it's like almost a community it's like most of their listeners are other black women and we were like in Apollo so it was black and it was just like a very like wholesome experience for me and so I would definitely say that it was exciting. It was fun, but not to the degree that like concerts are. Okay, cool, cool. Um, uh, we, we we keep bringing this up, and I love the fact that you expressed that podcasts have really, really changed the game. Um, mm-hmm. To to hear an ad on a podcast, do you believe the ad more because you're closer to the two hosts, or do you still see ads as okay? They're just trying to make money. Um, a little bit of both, I would say. It depends kind of on what the ad is, because um, like if they're sponsoring some of my favorite people and they're offering offering a product that I'm into, then why not? You know, why not two birds with one stone? Like if uh, the black tie who tips, they do ads for um, Adam and Eve. So it's like, yeah, if you're gonna give me a discount on a vibrator and some of the proceeds go to my favorite podcast, then hell yeah, let's do it. But if it's like the 19th podcast offering Squarespace, then I'm just like, all right, get your money, sis. But I'm not going to like care about it. Yeah. I mean, money is money. I I, I joke with my friends all the time, but as long as Blue Chew approaches me, you know, <laughs> You know, it is what it is. I don't want to tell anyone that listens to my podcast something I haven't tried, but I am yeah. definitely going to cut the peel in half. I'm like, if you cut in half, it, it works. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, no, don't disrespect the Bluetooth, but I ain't taking the whole peel the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I definitely, I feel like, I mean, yeah, I feel like I would have some moral standing on that because I don't want one of my listeners to like be in my DMs like, uh, I bought the thing and it's not working because it's like one, contact customer service. Two, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I just got uh, my first sponsor. Uh, it should be for the episode at the next, but uh, it's, it's Dampa Coffee and I tried the coffee and it's delicious, black owned. Uh, just really, really good coffee, and um, mm-hmm. I remember I was just like, "Hey man, you gotta send me a pack, uh, a pack." And um, it took them like an hour for them to reply, 
And I was very nervous because at first, you know, it was a very little business. I at first yeah. I just really didn't want them to be like, oh man, you know, we're just paying you to do it. Just just do it. We're giving you a promo code. But uh mm-hmm. luckily they weren't like that. But I was very scared for them to be like, nah, man, just just say it's good. Cause if they did that, I would have definitely been like, sorry, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um so pop culture represents uh, just you know of course Joe Rogan's going to be in the ne- in the mindset when you think of podcasts, but who are at least three other names that come to mind or podcasts that come to mind when you think of big numbers or famous podcasts? Um, I'm pretty sure like Dale Shepard has a podcast. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it's called. Yeah. Oh, and Nicole Byer, she has a Why Won't You Date Me. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cute yeah, you got one more to go you know like popping culture or something i don't know um, uh, um jokes. <laughs> i listened to a pod a podcast by like two drag queens it's called sibling rivalry rivalry God, that's, it's that's by monet name. exchange and bob the drag queen uh, but okay bob was- the drag queen cool. yeah it's like, it's like chance <laughs> like chance the rapper that's good that's good bob the- yeah Nice, it's funny because uh she is actually a comedian as well and so uh she came to charlotte like two years ago for the prime oh, festival nice 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 yeah uh, yeah a lot of comedians well, we do like talking so yeah um, we know speaking mm-hmm. of so are you saying that you made this podcast like completely devoid of being a comedian like if you even if you stop doing stand-up you would keep doing a podcast uh, I mean, technically, um, well, I, I've, I've said this enough on the podcast that it's cool. Uh, I, everything's pre-recorded. That's why, if you notice, mm-hmm. we don't talk about anything recent. Um, if I was to stop right now, I don't think anybody would notice I stopped for a long time. I uh, I accidentally made a mistake when I first started this podcast. I did ten episodes in uh, one week, so I've always just been way too far ahead of the curve. I'm still like on five different haircuts before we get to this <laughs> so oh my gosh okay uh, yeah so but i, uh, I kind of wish i had that problem yeah but to answer your question um i would hate to stop the podcast if anything i would do another podcast and just start over that would be my but uh no doing the podcast talking to people um, it's something I truly love. Even stand up. If I, I would, I would say I, I could slow down on stand up, but I could never say I would stop. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's hard to lose strengths. Yes. Yes. Uh, everything okay? My boyfriend farted. Okay. Did hey, you man. hear it? Uh, no, no, I can't. I did. I can edit it. It's totally fine. Um, you did. Yeah, I heard a little bit. You got a good mic, but I can edit it. I can find a way to edit it. It shouldn't be that hard. Um, Sick. Yeah, it's it's our skills. Um, What do you think is most important when it comes to the podcast? The name or the name, host, or the conversation? The conversation. Yeah. Conversation. Okay. Because it's like, um, I don't know, I feel like most podcasts, at least for me, it's about will I enjoy my time listening to it and will I get anything from it? And so it's like, 
you have the best host ever, but if they're talking to a dud, whack, cool name, but no conversation, whack. So yeah, definitely a conversation. Nice, nice. Um, so what do you think comes after podcasts? We have radio, now radio is almost over, so we have podcasts. What do you think becomes the next thing when podcasts becomes old and you know it becomes that old thing? I mean, people are really trying to make this whole VR reality Google Glasses thing work out. So maybe something like that, uh, where you're like putting the glasses on and you're in the room with the people and it's almost like a online virtual meeting, but you can see everyone in like the chairs and you all have like assigned seats by the VR. I can definitely see that being the next thing where like, you put on a VR and you can walk through a story or like a crime mystery and it's like clue, but in your own house because you have a VR. Wow, I didn't even think about that yet. That could totally Mm -hmm. be the next thing. That's wow, okay. Yeah, I have so many creative ideas, but it's like all I wanna do is comedy. Ridiculous. Don't miss miss out on that bag though. (laughs) I'll tell you, that's that's actually a... A really yeah, that's I can definitely see that being something. Uh, I mean, Ready Player One told us not to do it, but you know, it is what it is. I I need to read that, but I haven't yet. It's uh, good. The movie's decent, but you know, um, very random question, but I wanted to make sure I asked this. Um, you did improv in college. Um, not quite. Okay, I'm sorry. I, well, um, let me say I didn't do improv well. Like I briefly joined an improv club, but okay. my main thing was writing comedy sketches. Okay. Um, like for YouTube videos. Nice, nice. Uh, when it came down to writing your sketches and getting people to form, perform with your sketches, did you ever have a problem with someone throwing in like, you know, it'd be funnier if we said this or were you always kind of like, okay, cool. I didn't have a problem with it, but it's like people have a problem with me saying no. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not my problem, but people definitely have like, uh, cause everyone has their own sense of humor. So it's like when you're directing, of course, everyone wants to throw in their winning line or whatever. And it's like, I'll hear you out. But if I don't think it's funnier and it's my video, then please do what you're told <laughs> and yeah, we'll work much. on your video next. <laughs> yeah, this is okay, cool. And I, t- I totally understand that. You got to be like, this is my vision. Sorry, Dad, you know. Yeah, like you agreed to help me. Now don't overstep it, you yeah. know? But obviously, I wouldn't do this with anyone that I don't know and respect. So it's like, it's like a like level with me here you're running out of daylight and I need you to do this specific thing. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's the biggest Um, problem. I bet. I bet. Especially if they get mad and you gave them the opportunity. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Well, luckily that doesn't really happen. It's more of a, oh, I just thought it would be really funny if I'm like, that's not what we're doing today, sweetie. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. It definitely makes sense. Uh, I just want to make sure I ask that. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add to how uh, podcasts have influenced pop culture? 
what podcast got you into podcasts? Do you listen to podcasts regularly? You didn't answer any of these questions. Oh, 85 South Show, Earn Your Leisure, uh, Joe Rogan, depending on the guests. Um, uh, Gary Owen podcast. I think every comedian should definitely listen to Gary Owen podcast. He drops so I many gems. Too. Yeah. Yeah. He drops yeah. so many gems. Like he has definitely uh, helped me a lot. And um, definitely, um, I did this before killing myself. Uh, his comedian out of Greenville. So I, I, I know the name. I know the name. I know what you think when you hear the name, but he's a great guy. His name is David Baker. And mm-hmm. he, he literally knocks it out of the park each time. I love his podcast. Uh, I did this instead of killing myself, guys. Definitely check that podcast out. Also, the flop side is uh, Matt. It's uh, two comedians from Baltimore, Matt Pennington, and I forgot his friend's name, but they they put on a good podcast too. But um, yeah, definitely go follow those. When are you gonna start yours? Um, probably once I find a either a better paying comedy job or a at-home job once I find either of those I will restart a podcast because I already had one uh when I was in school okay actually I had two so I would bring back the unoff the unorthodox the unorthodox panel which was usually me and a couple of guests like going through news stories and so I would probably bring that back. Nice, nice. Well, I can't wait. I'll make sure I share it everywhere. Uh, thank you again for coming on the podcast. Thank you guys for watching and listening. And have an amazing day.